Welcome to this episode of Geek Sandwich. I'm here with Brian. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? And me, Tyler. We've been gone for a while, man. We haven't really done anything, and we've had a lot of shit happen, dude. A lot of shit, dude. Like, uh, just picture like a little snowball at the top of a hill, and that motherfucker just slowly getting fucking bigger until bam. You're a little cabin on the bottom of this hill. You're having dinner with your family, and you're just enjoying life. And <laughs> snowball takes out of your house. Well, to be fair, there was like at least two weeks there where we could have done something, and there was no problem. It's just, it, in my thought process, we kind of did a lot for this podcast, and like it kind of got overwhelming. So I wanted to take a break. But then all the other stuff started happening, like emotional shit between. I mean, we took we took a break, and then we recorded. I, I was going to say emotional stuff between us, but like that makes it sound weird. It's. I mean, it's not two like, separate emotional. Yeah, problems. like he's got his own emo- emotional not, trauma, not like and us I've got together, my. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be weird. I get that. I mean, they know we ain't fucking gay, dude. You know, they know how we <laughs> feel and we stand on that whole fucking situation. It, it's been a lot, dude. It's been a lot. Dude, it, you almost died. I did almost die, man. And I know you, you think you listen and you're like, how could this fucking, this geek sandwich founding, one of the founding fathers, the coolest, the toughest, the bravest motherfucker you know, almost die? As you know, I've, I've, I've been through a lot in my life, dude. I've battled drug addictions and fucking suicide attempts and... I've battled a fucking meth addiction, and I'm probably almost five fucking years sober. Dude, you hear my voice crack, and this is going to be a very emotional episode for probably me. But, uh... I'm just not going to look at your face, dude. I know, dude. Don't look at me. It's just going to make it fucking worse. So, I mean, I am literally tearing up right now, dude. It, it sucks. It's one of them little things, dude. Like I said, I've, I've battled drug addictions and alcohol, and I've had all kinds of near-death... Ex- Hell, I've had my heart fucking stop beating because of cocaine, and I still came back. But it's a little thing. So for two months now, I've been dealing with some fucking stomach pains, thinking that maybe my fucking stomach ulcer was fucking acting up. And Hold on, before you get to the details of the hospital visit, man. I just want to say that I'm actually really proud of you, dude. Why? Just, just because of where you're at, man. You're just... I've known you for 13... God damn, Almost 13 like years, too. man. So, like... You've seen me at my lowest you have been more like, than once, man. You're an awesome dude, man. But, like, you have never been motivated by anything. Like, you've just always sat around with no job. Mm-hmm. Just chilling. Living life to the absolute not fullest. Yeah. But I came in... And I just wanted to motivate your ass, dude. You got me a job at Domino's, dude. First off, I got you a job at Papa John's. That's what it was, dude. I fucked that up, dude. And you fucking bailed out of the house on us. Yep. 
to live with fuckface. Why you got to bring that bitch up on the? I have done fucking seventeen motherfucking episodes with you, my dude. I know, man. And I'm have sorry. Not talked about that cunt I'm one motherfucking saying, time. I'm just kind of talking about our friendship journey. Yeah, mainly. We, that's mainly what the point we, of the conversation yeah, is. Anyway, dude, I mean, it's if you think about it, when we met, but then you came back because I convinced you to, almost, sort of. But then, I was like, bro, we should do a fucking podcast. And we had talked about doing a podcast for years, man. Like, yeah, way before Fandom like, Fusion ever became a thing. Let's it was, just do it, man. And then you Fuck, we got fuck. the tools. It's easy as shit. And they've, if you haven't listened to listen to Shout the, out to my nephew, though, who actually kind of taught yeah, us a dude. little bit. But it was enough to get us started. Yeah, we've pretty much figured most of this shit out on our own. I was really proud when I figured out how to convert an MP4 to an MP3, dude. But this is the longest I've seen your ass with a job, though, man. I love my job, That's dude. That's the point like, of the story, Do man. you know how fucking hard it was to be away from Domino's? And I know you hear you're like, Domino's. Dude, they're the closest thing to a family I have at work. I see my work family more than I see my actual family. There's people there that know about my struggles, my trials, my tribulations, my battle with meth addiction. And they. I've got guys at work that I can reach out to. Hey, bro, I feel like I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. And I have them talking me down. Hey, don't do that. Or I could go to work. Shout out to Spencer, man. Straight up. Spencer, Carter, and Landon, dude. And fucking Phil, dude. Fucking Phil, man. Phil came and visited here at the house, dude, and hung out with he us. He did. It was nice, dude. You you don't... We treat- like Phil, dude. We do like Phil. He did ask to come over and hang out tonight, and I was like, no, tonight will be a bad night. Dude. Yeah, because we had the pod- I was motivated to do the podcast tonight, dude. Look, like, it's, like I said, I got a lot of shit I'd like to get off my chest, man. He but- wanted to set in on the, an episode, and I was like, you know, dude, that would have been cool and all, but like, Not this episode. Not this one. And it, it, is, it is the thing. Like, I've, I've been that guy that was like, fuck this job. I'm just not going to go anymore. It pained me to be out of work for a week and three fucking days, dude. I missed the Domino's people, man. Samantha is a phenomenal manager, man. Dude. Phenomenal. Yeah. Valentine's Day was a hard day for me as well, dude, and she made me feel fucking like somebody that mattered, man. It's always a shitty day for me, dude. Lost my cat. Everything shitty that's ever happened to me fucking either happens on Valentine's Day or the day after, dude. You know, I think I think the the point of the conversation was you were trying to make is that I have a shitty love life, and when you met me, I, I was, wasn't getting to your love uh, life at the moment. Oh, oh, at the moment. No, at the moment. no, no, no. So you, you asked me know. why I was proud of you, and I was uh, okay. just like kind of explaining your journey. I've come a long way. Like I was just trying to help you, man. I understand, dude. The whole time. I'm just trying to help, man. I've come a long way, dude. Meth was probably the scariest time of I've my life. I've helped you create a, a potential really good brand. There ain't no potential. Three countries, dude. Four countries now? We're at four countries? Four countries. Four countries. We've got... The United States and Canada are two big listening countries. Wasn't there New Zealand? Uh, there was Australia, Australia, dude. Australia. I have a girl I'm going to reach out to in Australia, and we're going to get her on somehow, dude, because she does paranormal stuff, and that would be really cool to do with your Ouija board idea, man. 
Maybe we can get somebody local who's a paranormal investigator and have them both on at the same time and share their experiences with each other on Geek Sandwich. That would be fucking awesome, man. Dude, Will and his girlfriend were talking about yeah, going dude. on a long I've, trip somewhere. I forgot where they said. One of them was St. Louis, but one of them was out of state. Yeah, Tennessee was one that she had told me. Oh, did she? Yeah, we talked about stuff. But they were talking stuff. about like buying equipment and shit yeah, and like uh, doing their own ghost hunt. I was like, dude, y'all should do it and we could, should like y'all should come on to our podcast and, and talk, talk about it. it. That'd be fucking awesome. I would like to have him and her on. She's pretty interesting, dude. Uh, a few times I was really up in my head, dude, and she talked to me about ghosts and paranormal shit, dude, and I was just like, this is probably one of the coolest conversations I've had yet so yeah, far. I think at work. she would be awesome to have yeah. on. She's an interesting conversation, too. She's, I've had some pretty in- interesting conversations with her at work, dude. We talk about her kid a lot. Yeah. He's a pretty cool little kid, too. I like kids in general, man. If I know somebody's a parent, I'm going to ask them how their kid's doing. I don't conversate with as many people as you do at work. Uh, I talk to everybody, dude, and I engage with customers. I don't really know. Dude, I got a You Rock card for uh, excellent customer service. Very nice. I know, dude. Um, No, I think it was for Super Bowl Sunday or just in general. It's like Manny's you rock card. I got one for prep, but it wasn't just... It's everything I do. Everything that Manny notices, I do. I'm telling you, dude. Sunday comes around. Your goal should be to fight through it, dude. It'll make you feel better. I think I need to, dude. Your spirits. Raising your spirits up personally. My spirit is broken like a motherfucker, dude. dude. I constantly say, dude, I am broken and dead inside. What's bothering you, man? Dude, it's just fucking. Just start rambling on. Just ramble on. You're just gonna let. You're just gonna let me just listen, and you're gonna ramble on. I'm okay with that. I. It's like I told you. I was giving you my little preview thing, and I was just you know spitballing ideas with you. It's feelings of inadequacy, man. I've lived my whole life, dude. What's the context of that word? Inadequacy. I don't feel whole, dude. Like my body has turned against me, dude. Why'd you just get that weird fucking look like you smelt a stink-ass No, like, I don't know that word is throwing me off. I don't know why. I'm sorry. It's called English. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to Google that word right now. It's inadequacy. How the fuck do you not know what inadequacy means? I am not adequate at something. I am inadequate. I am. I don't know the word, so I don't even know how to fucking spell it. I have, my body is trying to eliminate me, dude, and it is fucking kicking my ass, and it is pissing me off. I am frustrated. I am fucking angry. I am tired of this fucking bag being on me. I'm tired of this tube being in my fucking side. I am tired of emptying this fucking stupid bag. I am tired of talking about my fucking bag. I am tired of people asking me how I am. I am not fucking okay. I won't be okay until my shit is fixed and I can start to feel like a man again. Because right now I feel like a giant hairy fucking baby. That is everything, dude. That's the it, bag. right? That that's right there in a nutshell. You want me to tell you about my mom? No, I don't want to hear it, dude. I I know, dude? dude. Your moms are more badass than their kids, man. My let me look at my mom. Look at your mom, dude. I mean, yeah, you're right. Moms are more badass than their children. And if there's some moms, I know we got moms that listen to this podcast, dude. Dudettes. We'll just say dudettes because you know I call everybody dude. Bro. Yeah, bro or bro. Everybody's a bro. You know, it's like a, I'm a dude, she's a dude, we're all dudes, hey? 
all that. Or no, it's a good burger. Fuck yeah, dude. Good burger. I don't know what the fuck yeah. I was thinking. It's these fucking seagulls on this TV that are kind of throwing me off. It took me a minute to figure out what the fuck they were. Oh. Oh, but anyways, it's just moms, dude. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to share a per- I'm going to get kind of personal here, dude. I'm 37 years old. I'm a grown ass man, dude. But there is nothing yeah. that a mom would not do for their kid. Grown ass man, dude. My mom's in the hospital with me, chilling. Yeah. She held my hand. Just so I knew she was there, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna get so much shit from this. I, episode, I miss dude. your I miss my mom. I know you do, dude. Your mom was awesome. I love your mom a lot, man. She's a great lady. That lady puts up with way more pain than my big pussy ass deals with every day and still fucking works her ass off. Mom's the shit out of her kids and grandmother's the shit out of her grandkids. Dude and grand grand man. Yeah. That shit's crazy, dude. I just figured at that point nobody gave a fuck if I was alive or dead, so why should I? But I was fucking wrong, man. There's a lot of people that give a shit. Apparently more than I realized, man. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it is truly terrifying to know that your life could suddenly come to a fucking end. It is terrifying. You never know, man. That is another thing, dude, is questioning my mortality. But I'm going to give you a little shout-out, too, dude. Thanks for sneaking me food in the hospital, man. It could happen at any moment, man. That was fucking great, dude. Did they say tell you you could have food? Yeah, they told me I could have food. All right, man, I'll go get you something to eat. Yeah. They didn't tell me shit. I was just tired of popsicles and jello. Well, fuck you. I want some chicken and french I mean, fries. I mother. bought the food and everything for you, dude. But, like, I didn't know I was sneaking in. <laughs> you I was were. under the impression that it was okay. <laughs> I was really so hungry. So I didn't really sneak it in. I just <laughs> casually walked in like it was. Dude, there is uh, only so much jello and pudding and fucking icy pops that you can eat before you're like, I just want some real food. Dude. <laughs> I just needed some french fries and chicken. Dude, Marley ended up polishing them off for me. Dude, that was probably by far the greatest moment of my life, dude. It's yeah. just everybody fucking the mad shout-outs, the love I got, dude. I had people that I wouldn't fucking, wouldn't have fucking dreamed that would ever reach out and ask me if I was okay, and people that check up on me daily. I bitch about the fact that I'm fucking down and out, but dude, the love and support I've gotten has made life worth fucking living. You motherfuckers out there have no idea just what you have done for me. There's too many of you to shout out, man. There's a lot. Dude. There is a lot. My Facebook blew up with shit. I had people on my Instagram reaching out. Hey, man, you okay? I seen the picture. That shit's some fucked up. Your tattoo's funny as fuck, though. What the doctor think of that shit? That dude was not amused by me, and I begged them people, hmm. man, please don't fuck my tattoo up. Please don't fuck my tattoo up. Johnny's not around anymore, man. I don't tr- didn't trust anybody to touch up my tattoo, dude. It's an odd feeling, man, to know that somebody's yeah. gone, dude, and that you have their work on your body. Yeah, I, I could imagine that would be. Weird. It's a constant, like, just it, it was. It was a moment in time that me and him got to share together. Right. It's one of them things, dude. Like I said, nothing fucking wakes you up more than almost fucking dying. 
And I've joked it about it. It just means like I've joked about it for years, dude. Like, oh, I almost died, and I'd make jokes about it. Like, fuck it, I don't care if I die. But when you almost die for real, like that shit, like opens your eyes, man. And I had a lot of time in the hospital to just sit and think, man. Everybody had lives that still had to go on. I was just stuck up in the fucking hospital. You get a second chance, dude. We should do what we talked about. I have a lot of stuff I want to put into motion, dude. A lot of plans, a lot of things I want us to do for the podcast, dude. A lot of podcast content. I want to make. I want to open that store, dude. I do too, dude. I ain't forgot about that. And I want to make a trip up north into Illinois, dude, and do a podcast with Jared and some of the people up there, man. Do a little mini road trip. Do a little mini road trip, man. It'd be good for us just to get out and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I'm the more introvert I, I would definitely or the extrovert, do whatever the fuck that words mean. I'm more it's not outgoing. A, too terrible of a drive, only five mm. and a half hours, six. And it's like six hours, five and five hours if you drive fast enough, dude. Grandma made that shit in three, man. That's Mario and yeah, Dreddy in old lady form. I don't know. I have an unpaid ticket in Cairo, so I don't want to be arrested for anything. That's why I drive, dude. Yeah, but then you're going to speed. and then I'm not going to speed. Illinois scares the shit out of me. I don't like Illinois cops. They're so assholes. Like, we just fly. We get pulled over. I get carded anyway because I'm in the car. Yeah, that's fucking true, too. Not fly if you're in the back. to Chicago or something? Yeah, dude. Fuck Chicago. If I'm going to fly anywhere, I'm going to go to L.A. Oh, that'd be fucking sweet. I'd love to go to L.A., dude. I want to go see the Chinese theater, dude. Dude. I want to be wearing geek geek sandwich merchandise standing in front of the Chinese theater. Yeah. And post that shit on fucking the we, social we media. Need some fucking merch, dude. I should have definitely got me another pack of cigarettes on my way home, dude. Are you setting on the pack of cigarettes I got for you? I didn't even know you got me a pack of cigarettes. There were no cigarettes on this fucking couch when I sat down. There should be. Well, if there is, they're not fucking cigarettes anymore. They're fucking rolling papers. Oh, look. oh, dude, I was fucking sitting on him. Nice. I just dropped my lighter on the fucking floor somewhere. I got you covered, bro. Oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. No problem. Sorry about all the moving around. I was looking for a cigarette. I really needed a cigarette. I really need a fucking smoke, man. And I smoke even more now than I did. I'm trying some... to build your motivation back up, man. I mean, it's helping, dude. I'm getting there. I'm getting... I just got to get my mind right, dude. And it's going to take a bit. I'm trying, man. I really am. And I wish more people seen how hard I fucking try, dude. It takes every ounce of strength in the morning to get out of bed. I just want to lay there and what the... Just say fuck it and try fucking harder every fucking day, man. I do try harder. That's what I fucking do. And then I just decided to just stop being mad at myself for the shit. Well, There's no I reason to. You're le- it's getting you down. And, like, I just want to build myself up this year, man. Well, my year started off pretty fucking fantastic, bro. But, like I said, I'm fucking just... Exactly. You, you hit it pretty pretty hard on the head. I'm angry at myself, dude. Yeah, I'm angry at my. what it is, I'm man. angry at my I've body, dude. Well. I've put my body through hell, dude. Fucking hell, man. You know how many fucking yeah, drugs well, I've done in my fucking lifetime? How much yeah, alcohol honestly, man, I fucking drink? I really drink. feel like it would have happened with or without them. It's I'm, just a, a, it's a different organ, dude. It fails I'm on almost fucking a, a lot of people. I mean, it's like Hog said, dude. It's a very he, useless he said, organ. His his whole understanding, because I reached out to him, because he's one of them guys that don't tell me what I want to hear. He tells me what I need to hear. 
And he straight up was like, you've put your body through hell, man. All the years of drugs, all the questionable food choices, all the fucking stupid ass fucking shit I've done. And yet, the one thing that gets me down is the fact that my gallbladder is a pussy-ass little bitch. That is the straw that broke the camel's fucking back. It's just a gallbladder, man. It is a, a stupid organ. fucking organ. It's like the fucking appendix, man. The appendix is stupid. That one will kill you quicker. Well, I don't. I haven't had any issues, but let's knock on some motherfucking that wood. But that's not the quicker, next dude. thing. That's, that's like fucking, a sack of poison that leaks out into your body. Yeah, once it let's hope you. that that's not the fucking thing. The case that happens, and my appendix is the next thing that tries to assassinate me. I'm telling you, dude. I don't know, dude. I'm really nervous. Will now. went through that though. Will went through appendicitis. Yep. My my one thing is is it's like, literally the same surgery too. Yep. I'm just scared, dude. Just to be on honest the opposite with you. side. I don't really want to talk about surgery because I know that is coming up in eventual, and that kind of terrifies me. Like, what if I don't wake up from the anesthesia? Like, that's the end of my story. Lights out, gone forever, dude. No, I can't say goodbye to anybody. That fucking terrifies me too, dude. And that is lingering in my mind too on top of every fucking stupid thing else I've got going on. Tell them to you be awake. I don't want to be awake. I was already awake when they put this Watch fucking stupid hose in me. Watch it with a mirror. No, fuck that shit. I ain't watching them fucking take my gallbladder out. Dude, bad enough, like I said, this dude's like, this lady gives me this medicine when they put this fucking tubey thing in me that drains this fucking infection out. And the lady's like, well, I'm going to give you this medicine and it'll most likely knock you out. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm tired as fuck. I could use a little nap. Well, it turns out that because I'm so fucking mentally fucked and just so worn out from all the fucking poison and bullshit I put in my body, these sedatives literally just made my body numb and I was wide awake for the whole thing. And I was talking to the nurse, having a conversation with her, and I was like, they had this picture of my insides because they were using a CT scan to make sure he could get the incision where it needed to be. Dude, I got to see the inside of my body, dude. It was fucking fat. Is that what they said? No, that's what I said, dude. It was like my spine, and it was just like a big mound of blob, which I assume was probably because my stomach was so bloated because of my fucking gallbladder being fucking inflamed. What scared me the most, dude, what terrified me the most is when the doctor told me that my white blood cell count was high. I literally had very few red blood cells left in my body. I was so fucking dehydrated. I drank four bottles of water before I... See, I thought white blood cells are good, though. They were fighting an infection, and the it was basically killing me. Mm. They, I had no red blood cells to help back up those white blood cells. It was just white blood cells. I sucked at biology, dude. Me too, dude. This doctor... The doctor dude is pretty awesome, too. I mean, I'm not the easiest patient to deal with in the world because I'm fucking stubborn and I very rarely do what I'm told. You can account... your doctor on the podcast. Yeah, doctor dude, come on and talk about how much of a dumb shit I am. <sighs> it's like when I had to go but see... I mean, a, if he's not amused by your tattoo, he probably would not be I mean, he didn't get. he didn't get him. to see the tattoo. I had another doctor dude... That did my my surgery, dude. This guy's gonna yeah, be the one. Yeah, I'm that, sure he knows about it. I mean, they probably talked about it. This asshole has a lady giving birth to a baby into a bucket of KFC fried chicken, tattooed on him for some fucked reason. <laughs> 
I mean, it, that, it's always been my life's mission to either weird people the That'll fuck out. That'll be etched on your tombstone. What? The your tattoo. That'd be like the like logo. Like a carving of it. Like just a carving. Yeah. I'd be okay with that, to be honest with you, dude. Yeah. Here forever lies the man who got the weirdest get it, fucking like, tattoo. Out or whatever off your skin, and then just. I think I've got the pattern the, somewhere saved, into dude. The stone. Or like gold and lays on your urn. That would be fucking. I'm, I want. I want to be cremated, dude. I don't want to oh, be buried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely then. Yeah. I don't know. I will say this much, dude. Life like has a, been one like long, nice ceramic strange fucking trip, man. You don't truly know how short life can be until your light bulb almost gets blown out. Yeah. Make I, a movie about it. I do honestly kind of feel a little bit better, man. I'm Let's not make gonna, a movie about it. I mean, we could we could go the Clerks Three route, and I'm the one that almost died, and I'm be like, that's and then what. Just it, kill me off that, at the end. I wouldn't kill you off though, dude. Like to be honest, man, that speech when he's in the his bed was the first time in that movie I got emotional, and because it resonated with me. Damn, dude! It only resonated with you until just recently, though. Yeah, it, it didn't it, resonate with you. I've been thinking about it more and more. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? have i done with my life let's do this I, i've been feeling the same way except for i haven't had a near-death experience i want to do something dude. like i feel I like i want to create something like i feel like with in my 30s, name i want to create something with my name on it but i don't want my face on it like i feel like in 37 years i've accomplished <laughs> jack shit my greatest achievement in life was graduating high school yeah, mine too, man. I dropped out some, of college. Some of the best years in my life were in high school. Dude, I dropped out of college like probably ten times, dude. Like you said, I'm very poorly motivated sometimes, dude. Like I am I think think looking back Let's on my just life. Do it, dude. That's what I'm here for, man. Looking back on my life, dude, I've been a huge fucking slacker, man. I'm gonna pay for a Word program, Microsoft Word, I'll pay for it. And fucking We'll just fucking... I'll turn the laptop around and be like, here, start typing some shit, dude. I honestly think I could write a script, dude, to be honest with you. I think the near-death experience has really opened my eyes to how short life is. And I had a buddy pass away, dude, like two weeks before I was in the hospital unexpectedly. Like, they still do not know what what he died from, man. It His happens, family dude. knows, Sometimes but they're... I mean, you're not going to be like, hey, what's your kid? Oh, so they're, they, they do know. know. We just don't know. Okay. Or I don't know personally. And I've you know, not reached out and asked or been curious enough because I don't want to cause anybody some unjust pain. And I've been I all, understand. It, it's, it's been rough, dude. Like, just everything all at once, dude, fucking hit me. And, and then there was the oxys, dude. And that was that battle that I got to deal with by myself, dude. The oxys made me feel I mean, like you didn't it, have to do it by yourself. I know, man. dude, but I didn't. It's hard to find somebody to relate to what you're going through because most people have not put themselves through that. I felt like I was having a fucking relapse, dude. I felt like I was twacked out on some fucking meth, dude. I couldn't fucking sleep. I was angry for fucking no reason whatsoever. Like, it's just. It's been rough, and I do hope to bounce back, but it's going to take time. Everybody acts like I'm just going to go back to being the good old fucking happy, humorous me that I was, dude. Yeah. It's going to take time. I will be that guy eventually, but right now... It kind of brings everybody down, man. I know it does, dude, and it's depressing to fucking see that because I know how much joy I bring to people, dude. 
Like I got told a lot when I was in the hospital, we miss you, we need your jokes here. It's boring without you. Carter, dude. Nobody makes a motherfucker feel more love than Carter, dude. I miss you, man. I wish you were at work. The look of excitement and pure Carter's joy. Carter's awesome, dude. Pure joy on his face when I came back to work was like a Kodak moment, dude. Like straight oh, up a fucking Kodak moment. Like it was fucking funny, dude. Like it's one of them things that you don't think that you'll ever live long enough to see happen until it does. And then you're like, holy shit. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I miss the way things used to be, dude. I yeah. miss when my I was younger and my body wasn't shit. And Everybody does. I can right? do things. And I'm, like I said, the closer I get to, maybe this is the start of my midlife crisis, man. Maybe. Maybe I'm having a midlife crisis. I know one thing's for sure. I'm definitely not going to go out and buy a fucking Ferrari. No. Or a fucking Mustang of any, so, any also, sort. Also, you wouldn't have good enough credit to even yeah, test dude. drive a Ferrari. My credit is shit. You wouldn't even be able to test drive one, Like bro. straight up garbage. That was one of those kind of cars that like they don't let just anybody buy, even if you have the money. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, even if you upfront cost... Like, the whole cost, not a down payment or anything, just like, hey, I have this $200,000 or whatever. I don't know. Do you think they would be... I don't think they would. You don't think so? No, I think it has to do something with other things as well, like driving history and record and stuff. I mean, you never know, dude. I don't think I'd ever be... And, like, there's certain cars that you can't do shit to. I don't think I'd ever be rich enough to like own a Ferrari. Legally, you can't even, like, paint it. Yeah. Even if you own it, you can't even have it painted. Or have stickers added to it. You can't do any cosmetic stuff. You can't no. do any mechanical stuff. I don't know, dude. But I, I don't know. How long have we been recording? Because I'm getting kind of tired, dude. I don't know, man. Don't seem like it's been that long, does it? No, it doesn't, man. Do you feel any better? I feel like I've got a lot off my chest, dude. I feel accomplished. You want to sign us out, man? You're always our mm, signer out. No, because we're going to talk about something else, dude. What else do you want to talk about? Like I said, I'm getting fucking tired, man. Dude, so uh, this Winnie the Pooh movie came out. Blood oh, and Blood honey. and Honey, dude. I remember yeah. you saying something about that. You yeah. said it was coming to theaters, right? Yeah, it's in theaters today. Hmm. I'd be okay with going and seeing that in theaters. I think it would be fucking it's interesting. It's not playing in Sykeston. No. I don't know where it's playing. St. Louis, maybe? I'm not gonna go to always St. Louis to watch it. It looks mediocre at best, but I really, really want to watch it. Yeah. But I I don't want to go pay to watch it. I but like, I'm sitting here like, why a property like Winnie the Pooh? Why does Disney let it expire without renewing? Uh, I mean, you figure they would be... Like, that is a huge property, They would be more man. keen on keeping a product that kids are that interested in. That is a huge in. property, bro. Like, yeah. Winnie the Pooh has been a cash grab for, like, a long time. Yeah, they had the cartoons. And it's and never failed them. Movies? What is it? E.B. E. White or some shit? I think E.B. White no, was that the was dude who wrote... No, that was Charlotte's Web. Was it? Who wrote... Was he the dude that wrote Stuart Little as well? 
Uh, I don't even know. I lost my lighter, dude. Here, use this one. I have a lighter on a lighter leash, and I still managed to lose my whole fucking lighter. Man, dude. I don't know, man. Like I said, I've just A.A. A. Milne. A.A. what? A.A. Milne? Milne. M-I-L-N-E. Yeah, dude, I just don't understand, like... Well, they've got a Grinch horror movie coming out, too, dude, that I had seen. They lost the Grinch, too? Uh, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. No, they never had the Grinch. I thought they did. It was Illumination. Oh, uh, well, somebody, somebody lost the rights to that motherfucker, because they're making a horror movie about it. What the fuck? The director of this Blood and Honey, though, said, I'm here to ruin people's childhood. I mean, my childhood has already been fucking ruined, so, I mean, good luck, bud. It looks creepy. Like, why couldn't they make him a more realistic bear? I mean, it's basically because... And how Christi did it expire? Because they just did that Christopher Robin know, movie. Dude. Like, that's not even that old. Maybe they did that movie before the fucking license expired, dude. And that was like a straight-up Winnie the Pooh story. Like, you never like know, you dude. remember it to be. It's like, let's give you this one last... One last heartfelt Cute. story before we turn it into a fucking blood and guts fest. Dude, I so found my lighter. My hand was Winnie, on it. Winnie and Piglet have eaten Eeyore, dude. Christopher Robin abandoned them for college. Yeah, I remember that. That's the whole concept behind the story is that Christopher Robin abandoned them. That's, that's kind of fucked up, bro. That's kind of dark, dude. That's what makes that story so fucking amazing is the fact that they're like, fuck it. It makes sense, though. But I have a theory about this movie, right? What? I think technically all of, all of this is his imagination in the first place. Yeah. They're never real. Yeah. All of these animals were... Well, you know that the reason that they, they wrote... Uh, he wrote the Winnie the Pooh stories was because his kid was bedridden. Christopher Robin is actually based off a real child, bro. Uh, yeah, I know. Like straight Here's up a my real theory. child. Like towards the end of the movie, this kid's gonna wake up in an insane asylum. Well, that'd be kind of fucking and this awesome. This has all been in his head. Hmm. College fucking. That would make sense because they're imaginary in the yeah. first place. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So he abandons them, makes bad life choices, and comes back to him. Yep. But they've went dark. They've went dark because he's went dark. Yep. Truth. Truth. Dear. Truth. I mean, I'm still interested in going and seeing a movie. I like different takes on shit that you would think, dude. Like, I like thoroughly having my... I'm all my for a gore fest, too. I've thoroughly had my mind fucked. What was that one movie we watched that was straight up fucking, like, just... Blood, guts, and gore. What were we watching, dude? I don't even remember. Uh, the Menu was really good, though. Oh, the Menu was fantastic. I love that movie. I can't believe this podcast, this singular episode right now, our listeners get to hear me cry and get emotional. I mean, that's all right, dude. Maybe that uh, I mean, hits us big. People love emotion, dude. Um, people like a comeback, too. People love emotion, man. People love an underdog, bro. Geek Sandwich underdog is truly story. an underdog. Yeah. We're fighting in a fucking... Like, we're a little tiny canoe in a fucking sea of podcasts, dude. But we still have people that are dedicated listeners, man. Like, yeah. dedicated listeners, man. I've, I've had people reach out that are like, dude, we love the podcast. And you've had people tell you that we're funny and... 
Yeah. I never really thought that I would enjoy doing a podcast with you, man, because you're... <coughs> you don't really say much in real life, dude. <coughs> I think in the 12 years, almost 13, that we've known each other, I, I, you've never I, been a very talkative guy. I generally do keep to myself, so this whole podcast thing I didn't think would work out because yeah. I don't like to talk. I mean, it makes sense, bro. Cause but there's certain moments I like to talk. You don't like to talk, and I l- never shut up, so... There, there's times where I won't shut up depending on who I'm talking to. I will say I, I am going to go out on this one, dude. I'm going to say, dude, that shroom experience definitely, I think, fucking was like the precursor to the fucking... I, I had a weird vision quest, man, and it just hit me fucking differently after getting out of the hospital. I was thinking about that, too, because I felt weird, too. Since. Like I felt like really emotional and like I've got <laughs> I don't I felt know weird dude since the mushrooms man like I cried for just fucking no reason the other day like at work dude it was I really don't, hard I don't physically fucking. feel different I you feel different mentally mentally I feel different. like I said and then having a near death experience it's almost like does not help matters at fucking before all because the mushrooms I'm gonna put this down it may make a noise because it's like fifty pounds of fucking metal. I didn't actually make a single fucking sound. So, before the mushrooms, I kind of felt like my brain was, like, mush. I couldn't I really mean, put my, my thoughts was... into a process. Yeah. And then, like, after the mushrooms, like, everything is, like... I see everything from a different perspective, somehow. And it just all more makes sense now. Mostly. Yeah. It was... I will say that like was... halfway. It was an eye-opening... Maybe another trip to fix it. It was an eye-opening experience and kind of traumatizing at the same time because, like, that... I think that one singular moment in time laying in my bed fucking tripping my balls off seeing a kaleidoscope of colors, that is when I truly realized that my life is fucked, dude. Yeah. It's time to change it, dude. How the fuck I made it to 37 is beyond me, dude. But apparently my gallbladder was like, nah, 37 is long enough, dude. No. Fuck that, dude. You get another chance. I Make really, it worth it. I will say I really, 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 really did miss my cat when I was in the hospital, dude. We gotta make a movie, bro. We do, man. And it, it, Like I said, it comes back to Jeff Anderson's speech. It's like, what the fuck have I done with my life, dude? 37 motherfucking years in high school was my biggest fucking accomplishment. Me and this asshole been watching movies most of our lives, dude. I'm pretty well-versed in movie culture, trivia, anything like that. You can show me a picture, I can tell you what fucking movie it is and what year it came out, usually. But we've seen enough movies that I literally know that any asshole can make a movie, dude. And it takes a real genius to make a good fucking movie. Yeah. We can make that one movie, like you said, that resonates with people, dude. I've, I've had That's a lot of trauma, do. dude. And I've learned something out of all my trauma that no matter how much life beats me down, I always get back up and I always fight back. Exactly. And I want to make a movie that makes people laugh and cry. At the same, well, not at the same time. But I want to make a pe- movie that makes people say, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Laugh and then cry from emotion, dude. I want that to happen. That is my goal: is to make people question themselves when they leave that movie. I want them to feel a whole wide range of emotions. That would be awesome. We could make that happen, dude. Between you and I, our lives have been pretty much fucking a shit show since day one. Slowly yeah. and inadequately. I want to change things, though, man. Building up to just being bullshit, dude. Bullshit after fucking bullshit. 
We could be like Kevin Smith and Scott Moser, dude. Yeah, we've already got a Geek Sandwich brand, the studio. I don't know, dude. Maybe it is time for a comeback. Like I said, everybody loves the fucking underdog. Everybody loves the story, dude. Look at Rocky, man. Everybody loves the comeback, dude. But not everybody likes having their back come done. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Ha, ha, ha.